Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Oh my goodness, there's a lot happening as per usual, right? This is an expanding world. It's full of energy. It's full of possibility. And we are the co-creators that make it happen. So what are you co-creating lately? Now, I want to push you today. (laughs) I want to shove you and push you just like a kid. Because I want us to be kids today. And I want you to be able to tap into that inner energy. So one thing um, that I was reminded of yesterday. (coughs) Excuse me. I was reminded. (coughs) Got to clear my throat. Oh my goodness. All right. Yesterday I had a, a student and I was reminded how, oh gosh, what is the word? Like convenient it has been for us to beat up on ourselves. And why is that okay? Because we may have grown up in a situation where others criticize us or we have our own inner powerful critic. But it is time for you to honor the child within and treat it as a conscious person would. Conscious people do not emotionally, mentally, and physically beat up on their prodigy. They just don't do it. They they love them and they encourage and they discipline by teaching and not by harming. So when we criticize ourselves, that's harm. It's being harm done, it's mental harm. It's soul harm. Well, maybe not soul, but it's like, it's, it's mental and, and spiritual kind of like uh, holding back of that other. So we want to encourage the other to grow. We want to encourage the other to expand. And the way we do that is with support and love and patience. Ah, empathy, right? Empathy. So you can extend all sorts of kindness to yourself today. Now, I want to go beyond the kindness. I want to go beyond that because I want you to start to tap into with your senses, activate those senses because we want to tap into the possibility that's available. And when you were a child, you knew that possibility. You'd wake up in the morning and you would be ready to go. It's like an animal that wakes up and he's like, what can I do now? What can I get into? Think of your little children, your puppies. They're ready to roll. And are you ready to roll? Are you excited? to get your hands in whatever you're doing. Are you excited to Are you excited to get up and get into the shower, get into the kitchen? Are these things making your heart sing? You know, and you know there's a saying to um and I don't even know if this fits in, but it's something about like do what only you can do and delegate the rest. So is there any way you can you can delegate out the survival stuff the uh do it in on rope kind of thing is there any way to delegate out like the house cleaning maybe you don't enjoy house cleaning can you delegate can you hire someone to do that or could you make a party of it oh this is the kind of thing we have to 
hone in on because we want to be present in everything we do. And if you find that something just doesn't mesh, then it's a good chance that you're not supposed to be doing that. Like even last night, I was straightening up my room and I felt alive doing it. Like that was perfect. I was supposed to be straightening up my room at that time. Not before, not after. And I'm just doing this this, this simplification. I'm doing this decompression. And I love that. So that's another trick. Uh, it's not really a trick. It's a powerful, powerful tool that we all have in our toolboxes. I love my toolbox. And it's to state the reality and add, and I love that to it. That's a reality check. So um, kids just wallow in things. They love it all, right? They just are loving it all. And what they don't love, they don't give their attention to. They walk away from it. They dismiss it and they're on to the next new thing. Now we're talking about children who are untainted by the cuckoo crazy and mental crap of other people. That's what we're talking about. It was me up until I was about five or six, probably until I started school. And then I became, I began to notice how the people around me responded to me and take that personally. And that's when the, the, that's when the, the collapse starts, right? We judge ourselves um, as we, we witness ourselves being, you know, like taken or... So that's where we start to feed the, the system that we have to then undo. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's perfect, absolutely perfect. Mm. So <laughs> today I want this idea that you can be a child again. So if you just sit with it, sit with it. Let's just, let's just, let's just work on this, right? Let's just take some time and I wouldn't call it necessarily meditation, but we can bring some mindfulness to it. So take a deep breath. And again. And And just breathe gentle. You can breathe deeply, but gently. Don't force it. Mm. Mm. This world that we are living in is resonating as a child does. Very high frequency, very high, very fun. There's so much of this energy here ready for us to accept and tap into. The senses are so important at this time. You must activate them. The smell. What do you smell? When you go about your day, notice the things you smell. And notice if they want to bring up any memories for you. Like when I smell wood fires, it brings me back to my childhood. Because my grandmother up in Michigan, everyone, everyone had a fire. It was amazing. And then when I smell fresh cut grass or alfalfa, it brings me back to when I was 16 or 15 in my friend David's house and his hay baling. I loved smelling it, the sweetness of the grass. Hmm. What about smelling something cooking on a stove? 
What about smelling your freshly washed clothes? Mm. There's just so much there. <laughs> it's funny because even the smell of dirty clothes, it brings me back to a memory of my Aunt Dara's house and jumping down and through. Um, she had 10-foot ceilings, I think, maybe higher. It was really high. And we used to jump through the floor in the bathroom, which was the laundry chute, onto this mountain of laundry that was below it. When I say mountain, I mean a lot of laundry. Easily. 20 loads. Easily. Mm. And that was so amazing and exciting. And the smell of woods and pine. And you know what's interesting is that I took one of my dogs one time, Sam, to a pet psychic because I just thought, oh, this will be so much fun and we'll go to the pet psychic and have a, a mommy-son date kind of thing. You know, I didn't have children, wasn't planning on having children. I had this single dog and I just thought, oh, let me just do something fun with him. I never spent money and really. And so I took him to the pet psychic and the pet psychic tuned into him and she said, I'm smelling pine, like pine needles. And I didn't know where in my life there was pine needles. I didn't take him anywhere. And um, I called my ex, who would take him sometimes to his home in Ohio. And he said, yeah, they used to walk through the woods a lot and there was pine trees. And I was like, holy cow. So I just was blown away. So animals too do this. You know, we all use those senses. And what about the sense of taste? Mm. Sight is a little, I think sight is a little bit more jaded sometimes. But taste, mm. there's something about uh, tabbouleh, the barley before it has anything in it that, well, is that what it's called? Bulgari, the bulgari. Before it has anything in it, there's something about it, and I can't quite nail it, but it reminds me of a, of a cereal when I was little. But I can't think of what it was or what it was called. It's so strange. Um, but it keeps flashing me back to some time, you know? So how cool that we have that. Now, children don't just use their Their senses are very active. We want to activate our senses. We want to bring out that inner child. But children are creators, and they're always dreaming up the next thing. So where in your life have you put the kibosh on something you wanted to do? Hmm, where did you do that? It's funny because um, Bella and I have lived here for over a year and we just found these mosaic benches down on the waterfront. And I'm like, what? How did I not know this was here? This is amazing. We've just started exploring our environment, which is wild to me because I don't know. We've been here a while and what, what kept us from doing it sooner? Was it just, just contentment? Was it the mundane? Like, what was it? Were we creating other things and so it wasn't needed? I don't know, but it's exciting now. And Bella and I, or Phoenix and I, are ex like going into this new, this new, um, what do you call it, adventure with ourselves. And I know that now we are going to be doing so much more exploring and so let like a lot less distraction by the mundane we're going to be not that there's anything wrong with the mundane but it's there to balance the creative process it's not there to take over but I could fill my whole day with mundane 
I could be cleaning this or cleaning that all day long. And that is not creating. And every time I pick up um, just recently this book on, it's a book on soul collage. I get so excited. I want to, I want to do that. And then when I pick up um, or I tell someone about art journaling, I want to do that. It's like there's this unlimited uh, force within me that wants to do it all. So I am, and that's going to be the next thing. We're starting that up. We are starting it up. So go close your eyes again and just feel into where have you dropped the ball on something that was exciting and you wanted to do. Hmm. Was it travel? Was it creating or making something? Was it buying a game? What was it? Hmm. What was it? Maybe it was getting this purse that totally excited you or shoes or something or a t-shirt or maybe it was moving to the beach. It's time to live, live. You know, it's time to live, live. It means not putting off tomorrow anything that you could bring into your life today. You don't have to wait for it. You don't have to earn it. It's like when I was ready to get my paddle boards and I put them off so far. And then I put off going into the water, like finding this great creek near my house. I mean, there was a creek right near my house that was phenomenal. And I was out on this lake for a while, and the lake was boring. So little by little, little by little, start to bring into your experience those things that excite you. Maybe hiking excites you, but you just don't make time for it. Or bicycling, nature in general. Animals, maybe you've been wanting to get a cat or a dog and you put it off. You have all these excuses. Oh, they cost so much money. I don't have the time, blah, blah, blah. I'm not home enough. Get two cats then. So they're together. And when you're there with them, you're going to want to be there with them. Children love animals. They love them. So there's just this infinite possibility that is right at your fingertips to start to activate that inner child. The people I admire the most are the most like children. I just love it. When Ursula's at her best, she is the most gorgeous child. I love Leonie Dawson and I follow her on, um, on what is it, newsletters. And she is just this huge big child. Then um, Sark, another child. Uh, <laughs> or a human who lives with their inner child so in partnership. Let's see, who is another person um, I'm thinking of? Well, even, um, God, I know it. I can't think of it this second. Oh, Jane Davenport. Oh, my God. She's an amazing artist, and she lives so vibrantly. And it's like a child. She excites me so much. She makes me want to play, play, play. And then there's a new lady um, that I'm not sure. God, I remember her name. But she's amazing. So these are the people that excite me and light me up. The new people I'm meeting that really excite me, I can see their inner child like on the outside wanting to play. So it's like we're two children meeting and that is so cool. So, so cool. So we want to activate that inner child today and how can you do that? How can you begin to play? 
maybe doodling, maybe getting an art journal and some colored pencils or a coloring book or gardening or uh, going for a walk or getting out an instrument and playing it. Uh, it's just play, play, play. That's what we're doing. Maybe it's out going to the mall. I did that when I was a kid. It's such a special thing just to walk around the mall without spending money. It was so wonderful. There's a lot. Maybe it's buying a cupcake. <laughs> Whatever it is, start to implement and activate that inner child and live more and more in that consciousness, the child consciousness. You deserve this so much. I'm sending you big hugs, lots of love. Mwah! Have a wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.